Hi, I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And, and we, we eat stuff. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast called We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. This is Christine Guthrie here. I am one half of We Eat Stuff. Welcome. In this podcast, we are seeking out people in St. Louis related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating. Our interview this week is with Dakota Kolb from Quincy Street Bistro. This was our first time sitting down and chatting with Dakota and his wife, too, though Kendall didn't stick around for the podcast. Dakota has the distinction of being the youngest person we have interviewed. He is 21. That's saying something. Uh, He's worked in kitchens for five years, and he already has really solid ideas about where he wants his career to go. When he's not busy at Quincy, Dakota is involved with a group called Chefs United for Future Chefs of America. This is a gathering of chefs from all over the United all over the United States who are working together to provide scholarships to young students who want to attend culinary school. Thank you for listening, and this is Dakota Kolb. Hi Dakota. Hi. Hi. How's it going? It's going good. It's going Great. really good. Excellent. Thanks for coming over today. Definitely. Appreciate it. Um, what are you drinking for yourself today? I'm drinking a Boulevard Wheat. Yes. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy Boulevard's beer. Mm-hmm. Not to play favorite to because of Kansas City, but yeah. uh, I do enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I like the, as I was saying that before the recording started, I love Tank 7. It's just like a real nice farmhouse ale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Nice. What do we got here? Oh, we Pacifico's. have uh, Pacifico. Uh, our friends uh, from Sriracha Granada came by yesterday and yes. brought us over. And, uh, very nice uh, beer. It's got a nice full flavor to it. Perfect. All right. Good. Let's start drinking. Talking. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Salute. 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 Good to see you. Uh, so, Dakota, tell us who you are. Well, as you said, my name is Dakota Kolb. I'm the uh, line cook at uh, Quincy Street Bistro. Um Located in South City, right off of uh, Crabway and Quincy. Mm-hmm. Uh, great neighborhood spot to come get some great bar food, great beer. We have 14 beers on tap. Mm-hmm. Cool. Seems like a lot, considering the fact that uh, one of my favorite places to go is uh, Flying Saucer, which I think oh, they have yeah. over like 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. It's crazy. But uh, do, you yeah. have a, do you have a Nitro Tap there? I don't think we do not. We do not have a Nitro Tap. Uh, we do like to uh, stay away from all the, the big brewers. We do like to support mm-hmm. microbrewers, of course. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Boulevard and uh, Silver Life Perennial, mm-hmm. uh, Urban Chestnut, Four Hands, Citywide. Love that beer. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. And how long have you been at Quincy for? Well, collectively about almost three years. Mm-hmm. I've uh, I've trickled uh, into different restaurants. I uh, Last place I worked was the, the Corner Butcher as, mm-hmm. a, uh, as a butcher and assistant manager. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, I as a, a line cook at Posteria by Niche. Mm. So I uh, worked under Gerard, learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm. Cool place to work, definitely a good atmosphere, a lot of food coming out of that place. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Before I got my interview at, at uh, Posteria, they called it the Food Factory. <laughs> Did my stage on a Sunday, mm-hmm. probably the busiest night of the week. Uh-huh. Mm. Burnt my hand on a stage. Mm. And yeah. uh, 
came out uh, with it with a job, and that was probably the the coolest place because it, you have to be communicating on all cylinders, mm-hmm. or nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you you look kind of youthful. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. I was gonna say compared to us old folks. Yeah. Have you always worked at restaurants? Yes. Yeah. So it's kind of weird how it kind of all happened. I uh, at an early age, uh, my grandma would always have uh, things cooking in the kitchen when we went over there, mm. and so my passion kind of started at five years old. Hmm. Um, watched Emma Lagasse on the Food Network. I know the Food Network is kind of like staying away from all the the real chef talk yeah. and now into. Hey, let's have a talk show. Let's talk about. Ooh, this is this looks good with this. But uh, I watched Emma Lagasse. Mm-hmm. I used to flip puzzle pieces in a saute pan as a kid, <laughs> just to practice. Mm-hmm. Wow. Then I got my first job in the kitchen at sixteen. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know there's a lot of people that started off started off as uh, working in a dish pit or mm-hmm. doing dishes. That wasn't me. Yeah. I went mm. straight to the line. Cool. So. And where was this at? My first job was at Tate uh, it's located in Webster Groves. Yep. Um, that was my first job, and then I went on to, to Quincy. And mm-hmm. then cool. Everywhere after that, but never did do dishes. <laughs> Always straight into the food. Yep. Okay, mm. so I take it you are from St. Louis? Born and raised, yes. Cool, very cool. Where do you guys live now? I live in Arnold. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of a kind of a cool place. Not mm-hmm. a lot of food places in Arnold, but yeah. you, know, you see a lot of food places in South City, Clayton, but not a lot of places in Arnold. Yeah, <laughs> mm. nice. So when you were uh, a kid, did you, did you think you were going to be anything other than a chef or a cook? Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Because there's two things that I really enjoyed. I loved, obviously, working with my hands and I loved food. Mm-hmm. So, But electricity kind of mm. uh, sparked my imagination. Like I really liked learning how things worked with electricity. Like, mm-hmm. you plug this into this, this light bulb, bang, there it goes. Yeah. So two passions of mine were electricity and food. Mm-hmm. And for the latter part of my life, I thought for sure I was going to be an electrical engineer. Mm-hmm. I had all these things lined up, like where I wanted to go to school, what, what grades I had to get in order mm-hmm. to get to be an electrical engineer. And then one day I, I was just sitting, I was like, what is going to make me the most happiest throughout my entire life? Mm-hmm. Working with electricity or cooking and making people happy. So I was like... Let's be a cook. Yeah. Why not? Pay isn't always so great, but mm-hmm. the fact that you get to be creative, mm-hmm. you're like like we, we talk all the time as line cooks and chefs, you see a blank plate, it's like a, a blank canvas to, to a painter or whatever. You get to paint a pretty picture on a plate. I mean, how cool is that? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Did you, so when you were, had the, the ideas of maybe doing electrical engineering did you have schools that you were looking at that you thought you might go to yeah i definitely wanted to start at st louis community college which is where i went for my culinary mm-hmm. just to kind of get my general education credits out of the way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then missouri snt um was the school i was looking at but uh i'm really glad i decided to be a cook yeah <laughs> well i saw you just graduated early this year i did right you did graduate yes congratulations oh, thank you and what was your degree in uh culinary arts nice Culinary it was fun. It you know, I've heard a lot of news lately about different culinary schools closing or thinking about closing. But hands down, I think uh, culinary at, at San Luis Community College is you get the best education. Mm-hmm. You're you're working with, I think the the largest class I had was with fifteen students, hand mm-hmm. hands on. Mm-hmm. But by far the best education you're working with, um, ACF accredited teachers. Mm-hmm. 
um, instructors who have been in the industry for more than 15 plus years. Yeah. Um, so I, I think hands down, best education you could possibly get around here for the for the cheapest amount too. For sure. Yeah. I, I know yeah. sometimes people really turn their nose at community college, but mm-hmm. nah, no, it's good. I mean, we've interviewed dozens of people here, you know, 5, 10, 15 years older than you. They all went there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they're it's great. business owners mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. So it's good. Cool. Um, and then I guess another, <laughs> you've had a busy year so far, 2017. You guys just got married like yes. a month ago. Yes. Well, yes. Really? Wow. June 24th. It was, it's been quite a, uh, quite a 2017. Also. Mm-hmm. Nice. 2017 definitely started off really well. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just got, well, I didn't get just back, but, uh, 2017 started off with, uh, uh, me going down to uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, um, mm-hmm. part of a organization I wouldn't say organization, kind of like a, a small group of chefs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's based out of uh, South Carolina. Um, we're, uh, we became friends on Instagram, and we started a, a, a group called the um, Chefs United for Future Chefs of America. Mm-hmm. And so what we do is we create pop-ups <clears throat> in different restaurants. You know, maybe it be our own or somebody else's. <clears throat> Sorry. Mm-hmm. But... We raise money for some kid to go to culinary school wow. because, you know, if you don't want to go to a community college, you want to go to Johnson & Wales or Robert Morris University or, you know, the Culinary Institute of America, hmm. that stuff costs money. Hmm. Scholarships don't always pay for it, so what other way to do it than host a pop-up, you know? Hmm. I think the last one we did, um, it was 100 bucks for nine courses, you know, and wine, so that's, that's a steal, mm-hmm. and, and everything's made fresh. You're, you're seeing it being made right in front of you. So, you know, I, I think, you know, being part of Chefs United for Future Chefs of America, you know, it's open to anybody. Anybody can, can come attend. Anybody can come cook with us. What was cool with that was we had three students that were up for the scholarship that we had come in and do a, do a one-hour stage, mm-hmm. and they were they were blown away. We had we asked, hey, how did you like it? What, what, are, what are some things that, that kind of scared you? What are some mm-hmm. things that um, you thought were kind of mind-blowing? And <clears throat> the thing that they said the most was, the camaraderie, you know, mm-hmm. between cooks and everybody. None of us had ever met. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we came down to South Carolina, cooked for, we were there from 8 o'clock in the morning till 1 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And just had a great time mm-hmm. raising money for a kid to go to culinary school. Awesome. Was this at a restaurant in, in Myrtle Beach? Yes, it was at uh, Scatori's Pizzeria, an Italian restaurant. <clears throat> One of my friends that is part of the group is Kevin Levine. He, uh, mm-hmm. he owns that yeah. restaurant. But, cool. uh it was it was a great time. Neat. So is this gonna be a, a yearly event or? It's yeah. It's gonna be either annually or whenever we decide to to have the next one. We're kind of mm-hmm. throwing some things together to get one done in October. Yeah. So uh, be look on the lookout for that. But, yeah. Uh, and are they fun. gonna be at various places in the U.S.? Yes. So oh. the next one will probably be in New Hampshire, um, okay. which is kind of cool for a young cook like me to travel the world and yeah. taste different cuisines. For sure, that's really awesome. That's a good idea. And how many chefs are a part of this? There's nine. nine. Nine people that are, are part of this. It's a kind of a weird thing having so many chefs in, in one area at a time because, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's bouncing ideas off of each other. But I still, to this day, I had a, we had, that was in January. Mm-hmm. It's now July. I'm still getting texts and emails. Hey, what's that recipe? That, that I would really love that. Can I do this to this recipe? What are some different things that I can do with this type of food? Mm-hmm. And we're just bouncing things off of each other. It's a great, great organization. That's cool. Very neat. Um, let's see if you got any questions. I got plenty of questions. Sure. Go. <laughs> so, um, you, you brought a beer, but is, any, is there anything else you like to drink? Are you into cocktails, wine at all? 
Uh, I'm still young. I just turned 21. It's kind of weird. Oh, but, really? Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. So, so uh, experimenting with different cocktails. One of the things that I, I really love, obviously, is the Negroni from Pasteria. Mm. Um, yeah. Barely, that, right? Yep. It, it, it is one of the best cocktails I've had mm. by far. Um, but uh, beers, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to experiment with different ones. I like the Hefeweizen. Uh, obviously, I really do like a uh, wheat beer. Um, still getting into the to the microbrew scene. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, Sunrise Brewery just opened up, uh, what was it, a day ago or two days yeah. ago? Yeah. Mm. Uh, still want to make it down there to see that and, and try some of the beers. But uh, as far as cocktails, uh, I don't know. I really do like a old, old fashioned. Old fashions are good. Oh, yeah. But uh, not really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool, cool. Okay. What about. Um, in, in town eating, like, do you have any dishes that you really like to go to? Well, Miley is, is one that comes to mind. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Which fried, number? Fried calamari. <laughs> there's like 80, I'd say 800 numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the fried calamari is probably my go-to mm-hmm. app. Um, what else? I really like going to Gorilla Street Food, getting the, oh, yeah. the flying pig. Oh, mm-hmm. it was really good. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, Miley, we always, me and my uh, wife joke around a lot. Because we have Sundays off for like, hey, Miley, Miley date. Because they're closed on Mondays, so it's yeah. like, um, can we get to Miley? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Miley is, uh, Queen's done a, a lot for this for the city. Very and now he's opening so. up the uh, was it Nudo? Nudo, yeah, Nudo. House. yeah. yeah. <coughs> yep. Should be. It looks like it's any day now, so yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, Very looking exciting. forward to that. Cool. Um, so when you think of the word successful, who comes to mind for you? Locally, um, either, I would say locally for me it would be Gerard Kraft. Mm-hmm. Reason being is you know he was very young like all of us start out and he came to St. Louis, and opened up niche and niche took off, and now he's I call it an empire, yeah. but now he's opened up what now six restaurants if you want to count Pasteur in Nashville, that's someone that you would definitely want to stay close to mm-hmm. and kind of uh, take from what he did and, you know, learn from that, you know. Mm-hmm. If someone who can start by just opening up a, a, a restaurant by niche, it wasn't supposed to be a, a tasting menu kind of restaurant, but it, that's what it grew into, and they end up winning a James Beard because of it. But that is that is someone that I look at when you say successful. Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing that comes to mm-hmm. mind for me. Yeah. Not because I worked for him, but... Yeah. Because of what I've seen him do th- for the city. For sure, yeah. Did you get to work with him directly at all in your pastoria? I, I did not, but he was always on the line. So that was ah, when, yeah. uh, so when I got That's the pastoria. To it is. Yeah. When I got the pastoria, that was when the niche closed about a month after I got there. And mm. that's when they were working with Sardella. Mm. And so Sardella took over pastoria because they were working on uh, research and development. So I saw Gerard every week, mm-hmm. every every other day he was in there. Talking with us, great guy, great attitude. Mm-hmm. Love, love to bounce. I we, I caught him on the walk in uh, countless times, just bouncing ideas off of him. Hey chef, what do you think about this? What do you think about <laughs> that? And just a really good guy. He's super down to earth. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's done a lot for the city, and and successful is is definitely what he is. Yeah, we're hoping to get him over here. One of these <laughs> days. Yeah, we'll see. yeah recently uh, he recently re grabbed uh, one of our. Picture of like the one the burger at Tordella. Yes. It's like, oh wow, he knows who we are. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> so we actually we actually met him like once or twice. So usually he's so busy, he's just like how mm-hmm. much time to like, hey, say us some talking about. Like, yeah. Going to write someplace and got yeah. a plan, got something to do. So. Then you got five restaurants. Yeah. It's yeah. you can definitely get busy. Totally. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then did you have anyone else you wanted to list? I don't know. <laughs> if not, that's fine. Bill Gates. Bill Gates. <laughs> 
Bill so, Gates, so obviously, yeah. yeah, that's, I don't know him personally, but yeah, mm-hmm. seeing Bill Gates and, and how successful he has made this entire country mm-hmm. and world. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, those are the two people that come to mind for me. Nice. Mm. And then on the sort of opposite end of the spectrum, we can talk locally about uh, industry folks. Do you think there are any up-and-comers who people we really should watch in the next year? Up-and-comers? Yeah. Wow. Um, to come to mind, I don't, I don't know if it's, it's, it's up-and-coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, who comes to mind? I know for sure that, uh, that Morgan Bellman from uh, she used to work at Pastoria. Mm-hmm. Uh, now she works at Sardella. Mm-hmm. She's been a line cook for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, you know she uh, she's a line cook that I've got I've got to work under, but I think she she'll branch off and, and become a sous chef and executive chef within the next year. Mm-hmm. I oh. think I think. It's it's not a household name yet, mm-hmm. but by far she's got some of the great greatest talent I've seen come out of one person mm-hmm. as a line cook. You know, mm-hmm. as a line cook, you're kind of I would say squeezed a little bit because you know you're only allowed to do so much, mm-hmm. but you can still be artistic and you know still have a lot of um, ideas. You know, you can say, hey, I, I think we should do this with this dish. That's her. Mm-hmm. That is that is Morgan. So I would say Morgan Bellman from Sardell. Cool. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I've never heard of her, but all right, good to know. Nice. Um, do you guys do a lot of cooking at home? Yes, we yes. do a lot. So it's kind of kind of a cool thing because she's a uh, confectioner at Cacao Chocolate in ah. Maplewood. Oh. So we have two separate schedules. So yeah. she works during the day, mm-hmm. and I work at night. So mm. I'll handle some of the meal prep uh, during the morning time. So she has something to eat, and then mm. when when I go to work, she handles the meal prep for me. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, hey, you help me, I help you kind of thing, yeah. which is cool because obviously, you know, I, I would love to, to be able to cook when I come home at 11 midnight, but no, it's not happening. Yeah. Sleep sleep is really good. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Word. Yeah, I understand. Um, how long has she been at Cacao for? She has been there for, I want to say almost two years. Mm. Yeah. Okay, Almost at the Maplewood location? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so cool. she, their Maplewood location is only for confectioners. They That's mm-hmm. where most of the production is done. Um, really cool. Yeah. Um, you walk in and you, you basically see everything being made in front of you. Mm-hmm. So it's so close you can touch them. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Now, does she, she also graduated, right? She did, At the same yes. time you did? Yes. Now, does she get a pastry? She is a certified pastry chef. Got it. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very nice. Is she looking at maybe sometime owning her own place or going to a big restaurant? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That is that is the overall goal for sure. Mm-hmm. Is to someday own your own establishment. Yeah. I've had some some offers in the last year or so mm-hmm. about doing that, but my thing is, you know, I am really young and I really do want to learn as much as I possibly can before I do take that step in, in owning my own place and and becoming the executive chef of my own restaurant. So. Mm-hmm. As much as I can possibly learn, would be the best thing to do. And, and same with her. She she loves doing cakes. She has her own cake page. It's called mm-hmm. Kindle's Cakes. She uh, by far, probably um, the coolest things I've seen uh, are in front of me. Like mm-hmm. she does. She used to do like a couple of them when uh, when we weren't dating. But now that I get to see it firsthand, it's really cool. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So in the, in the future, when you get your own place, do you have visions for what sort of stuff you'd like to do? I'm not going to try and copycat, but the stuff that I see, uh, I always 
butcher this name, and I hate it because they're gonna hate me for it. But Visia, Visia, yeah, that's it, Visia. Okay, yeah, kind of, kind of stuff like that. Okay, cool. So you know, not super fancy with the tweezers and the different stuff, but you know, taking the farm to table idea. You know, being that is we are in Missouri and we are in a lot of farmland, you know, taking that and, and utilizing what you have, utilizing your local produce, utilizing your mm-hmm. local farmers, mm-hmm. you know, building from within. You know, I, I feel like, too, sorry about that, too many people nowadays are trying to um, make restaurants complicated. Mm-hmm. You know, keep it simple. You know, we're mm-hmm. going back to the style of, um, you know, utilizing the entire animal. So mm-hmm. being a butcher, um, being able to use... You know, on a hog, using the trotters, using the, mm-hmm. the head for, I don't know, pulled pork, if you want to do that, yeah. because mm-hmm. some of the best meat comes from the head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, using using your, your skin and making, uh, you know, who doesn't like deep fried pork skin? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so just utilizing the entire animal, because I feel like too many times people don't use the entire product, and I just feel like yeah. that's a waste, you know? Yeah. That animal worked its entire life mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. Have you guys eaten it this year? Not yet. I Not yet. do want to make it in there soon. Yeah. Mm. We waited a little while. I think we went there the first time like three weeks ago. Yeah, right about, yeah. Yeah, we didn't eat uh, dinner. We just had drinks and desserts, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Great, great bar Pretty program there. Uh-huh. Yeah, Tara and Michael, they, they did a lot of work to that place. They yeah, they made. did. Mm-hmm. Nice people, too. They're super humble, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that's good. Let's see. I'm going to throw some random questions at you now. <laughs> you, can, right. you can skip any if you like. Uh, do you have any interests or hobbies that you do that no one would ever suspect about you <laughs> interests not so much i mean i so i've always loved baseball i have san yeah. Louis cardinals tattoo <laughs> oh, that's cool i like the birds on it too yeah. it's nice so i've always been an avid cardinal fan so i i'd say a hobby and an interest is always going to cardinals games but i really like fishing mm-hmm. i would i would much rather fish than swim Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it's kind of weird, but mm-hmm. I really like fishing. I, I like learning the types of fish. The The coolest thing I got to do in, in class was, you know, we got to butcher whole fish. Mm-hmm. And I thought the butchery of a, a of fish was probably the coolest because it's also the most tedious. So yeah. I think fishing and Cardinals games. Okay. Cool. Have you fished your whole life? <laughs> so, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. As, as old enough as I could hold a, a fishing pole. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I got terrified as a kid because we, my dad and I went with my grandpa uh, on a boat to a Mark Twain Lake, and that was the first time I ever fished off a boat. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I guess the fish was bigger than I thought. Got it in, cast my reel out, and uh, hooked the fish, and then fell off the boat into <laughs> into the Mark Twain with no life jacket on. Mm. And so, so I got a little panicked, but mm-hmm. yeah, I fished my entire life. Mm-hmm. It's always cool, you know. I haven't done much fishing. You did. Yeah, I used to. Um, I used to live in Galesburg, Illinois, and they, uh, yeah, they had vending machines on the street corners that where you can put like quarters in and get like a little thing of dirt with worms in. <laughs> so in the middle of the night, you should go like I go fishing like three in the morning. Yeah. You know, and go uh, just uh, get, get get my uh, actually right next to the thing with the worms would be a thing with uh, get some Winston cigarettes. That's awesome. <laughs> and that I just so cool. I just go uh, down. You know, have a bottle of Jack Downs in my head with me and just go down to like. I basically break into these golf courses. That's awesome. <laughs> and I would go so cool. and do fish, and they, they, had, they had ponds that were stocked, and yeah, you know, I just catch a lot of uh, catfish and bluegills. Yeah, and uh, just to bring them back home and like chop the head off the catfish and 
get the guts out, put some butter in the middle, <laughs> you know, and then some spices, just throw it on top of a grill and just That's funny. That's have a good awesome. morning. Mm-hmm. That's some good stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And bluegills are, well, we found it a little hard to cook, but you cook them just right, the bones just peel right out. Really? Mm-hmm. You know. I always wonder how they would, like, how bluegills cook up, like, is it, because, I mean, kind of a smaller fish. Yeah. So, you know, I, I would wonder how much you would have to cook it in order just to, like, get it so flaky and so tender. Yeah. Be a quick cook. <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember. This is going back like 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, I just, uh, yeah, I scraped some of the scales off. Mm-hmm. And I think I remember we did actually just take them, put cornbread on the outside of them, and then fry them up in like a little bit of oil. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you just kind of sort of open up again mm-hmm. and just peel the bone out. Also, the whole bone's just cut with one big piece. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And then you just have the thing you pop in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think how we used to do it. But yeah. But no, like, yeah, I used to go fishing a lot. That's awesome. I haven't done it very, very, I'm sure I would know how to do it anymore. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> it's like riding a bike, right? <laughs> I guess so. Mm-hmm. I can't ride a bike. Do you guys do lots of fish at Quincy? Well, yeah, I would say so. Mm-hmm. We uh, we try to keep it, um, I would say, between a couple, three fish. Uh-huh. I know we did uh, trout, we've done catfish, we've done salmon. Um, nothing too... I guess rare. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we do. We have a couple fish options. On yeah, the menu. I gotcha. Since you've been there, have you been able to have a direction for the menu, or is have you been able to help with that at all? I would say when I first got hired at Quincy in uh, two thousand fourteen, the uh, the menu was already established, and we had uh, a lot of clientele come in and, and knew what they wanted as soon as they got in there. Mm-hmm. Um, with the with the changing of of chefs. Uh, now the now Matt Burke is the the chef at uh, Quincy. He uh, definitely takes a, a a role as like, hey, what 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 should we do differently with this menu? What kind of things can we put on here? Do you think um, this special would work? So definitely, I feel like now mm-hmm. it's more of a of a cook friendly menu. Mm-hmm. We we keep it kind of uh, I would say. It, it changes, but it doesn't change so much that people are like, hey, I had this last time. It's now like a week and then, mm-hmm. where is it? But yeah. Yeah, I would say definitely, we, we definitely, as cooks, get uh, an input. See, when, when, how, when did you start working at Quincy? I started working at Quincy, oh, when was it? So, I got hired on at Tay2 my senior year, and then when I graduated uh, from high school, I moved to Quincy in uh, July of 2014. Oh, yeah, you went, yeah, I remember uh, went there for it was a what is that one? It's not not egg and cake. What was, yeah, it is. Eggs and eggs. Oh, it's okay. It's that. Yeah, that. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's what it's called. Yeah, I remember getting the uh, pulled pork. Uh, it was a waffle cone filled with pulled, pulled pork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, with uh, had like uh, cotton candy. That's pretty it. awesome. Yeah, yes. yeah, mm-hmm. nice. And you just had that a couple weeks ago. We did. It you was, invited us, but sadly we were doing something. Yes, kegs and eggs is probably one of the best events that Quincy yeah. hosts. Um, <laughs> You know, it's it's a fun time. You know, it, we shut down the uh, the lunch part of the the kitchen, and mm-hmm. we serve breakfast from nine to eleven. And you know, I think it's a great idea. You know, beer with breakfast. Totally. I mean, come on. Yeah, can't <laughs> go, go wrong with that. You go home and sleep on all day. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think that's what happened. I think I just got like two questions left for you. So Dakota, tell oh hi, Dakota, tell folks where um people can find you in person and online. In person, so I'm the lead line cook at Quincy, so if you want to stop by and, and grab a beer and talk with me, I'm right there. Um, okay. Online, uh, you can friend me on Facebook, uh, Dakota Kolb. Um, I'm on Twitter at, uh, at CookDKolb12 or on Instagram at DKolb12. Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah my, my uh, account is public so you don't have to friend me or follow me you can just go ahead and look at my stuff good stuff mm-hmm. post your food mostly a lot of food uh obviously this past month a lot of wedding pictures but nice. uh yeah food definitely um we just had a special uh, we did at uh, Quincy. It was an all-beef sausage hmm. uh, with macaroni and cheese and uh, bacon Whoa. that uh, we called the holy cow. Because <laughs> I had a feeling when that came to the people's uh, seats, it would be like, holy cow. This <laughs> is a lot. Hmm. So Nice. And then um, just last question before we sign off here. Dakota, do you have any asks or requests or recommendations for the people listening? anything at all no I would say no I would say uh, that uh, the I did see on Facebook the the weed stuff become a was it patron or whatever yes. Patreon, Patreon. Yeah. yes go do that because you guys are awesome oh, well, thank thanks. you appreciate it. you guys thank are you. awesome I love following your stuff on, on Instagram and, and seeing your stuff on Facebook you guys are awesome thank, thank you, you so appreciate, appreciate it well thanks for coming over definitely uh, chatting it was great to meet you Definitely. we'll have to come visit you sometime. Awesome. Yes. thanks a lot we'll do this <laughs> yes. all right hey you guys thanks so much for listening if you haven't already would you consider giving this podcast a rating and review on apple podcasts it would really be helpful to us to help get the word out about what we're doing If you would like to help underwrite our show by becoming a We Eat Stuff patron, visit patreon.com slash weeatstuff, just like Dakota mentioned a couple minutes ago, to check out all the packages we're offering and choose the level of giving that's right for you. Your support helps us so much, and we'd like to hear from you if there are other rewards you'd like to see. Please join us next week for another interview, but in the meantime, go out there and eat stuff. Bye.